YouTube is a much longer game where we're actually establishing, hopefully over the long term as well, a large following, which builds the credibility and the authority more, which then helps the business grow in so many different ways. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. This week, I have a fantastic guest, Tamar Shaheen, and we're talking about embracing video content. Now, Tamar is a client of ours at Content 10X, and we absolutely love working on his awesome videos. Tamar is a serial entrepreneur, an investor, a business coach, and mentor, and his coaching business is called CEO Entrepreneur. He helps transform entrepreneurs into CEOs and small businesses into global companies, but without stress and overwhelm. Tamar, welcome to the show. Hi, Amy. It's great to be on the show. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you for coming on. So that was a a fairly brief introduction because I know there's a a big introduction that we could do because you've had such an interesting life as we were just talking about before I hit record. Um, But I love what you do, CEO entrepreneur. So helping people, helping businesses to become bigger and scale without stress and overwhelm. And I wondered if we could first kind of, I guess, go back and if you could tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Wow. That's a loaded question. So um, very, very, very quickly, I'll try and sort of rush through this very quickly. I started off in, as an engineer in academia. Um, I, I was a prof- sort of a lecturer at university, moved away um, into sort of consulting, um, moved into sort of advising government um, in the UAE, sort of I moved to the UAE and advised government. I, I, I left the, the, the education system as a lecturer because I thought that the sort of the academic system was failing us as, as a sort of a modern world. Um, so I thought, let me go and try and fix it in, in, in government. So I went into government, um, advised ministers in the UAE uh, and ran uh, the day-to-day uh, program for national uh, productivity to improve productivity um, in all sectors. So there, I sort of looked at different businesses, small, medium, large, to see what worked, what didn't work. Um, I also ran some of my own businesses on the side and invested in in, in others. Um, pretty soon after that, I saw this tiny company that I'd invested in, um, uh, and I sort of decided to to sort of leave everything. And everyone said I was crazy because I was earning a sort of a high six figure salary. Um, per, per annum and then people so I had like a, an amazing lifestyle villa swimming pool Ferrari the whole works left all of that went into this tiny company of three people and sort of built it from the ground up I'd already scaled se- several seven-figure businesses already but this was the one that I sort of went in all in and sort of said let me just do this um, um, full-time and within 18 months we grew it to a um, hundred million dollar business. It was a global influencer in the space of digital health. Um, And everything was going fantastic. And this is where the the sort of the but happens. But um, on a big but, um, we delivered a uh, an eight figure project to a huge client, strong client successfully, and they ended up changing their administration 
three days after we delivered the project. And they turned around and they said to us, we're not honoring any past contracts and they didn't pay us a penny. And we were absolutely like screwed pretty much if I, if I can use this word. So um, we had owed a lot of money to subcontractors. We had promised a lot of things to a lot of people and I ended up not being able to pay anything. Um, my business partner in Dubai had signed checks to subcontractors and in Dubai, when you sign a check to a, a post-dated check, promising people money that bounces because we couldn't pay it, we we thought we were going to get paid, we couldn't pay. Um, he ended up getting arrested because they, the person who signs the check is personally liable. Um, even though if it's a, a business, um, a limited liability business check, uh, it doesn't matter. The person who signs the check is liable. So I had to like rummage around, run around, basically fire everyone across the world, um, try and bail him out of prison, try and get him out of the country. So I saw the glitzy, glamorous side of Dubai. And then I saw the sort of the underbelly of how bad it things could really get. Thankfully, we got him out, came back to the UK. I started up another tech company, which got funded in an innovation award um, and gave a TEDx talk. And everyone at that point said, hey, wow, Tama, you're doing fantastic. You've got yourself back up on your feet. And this is where it comes to where we come in and CEO entrepreneur. Um, I realized that I was absolutely miserable. Even though I had successfully got myself back up financially, I was absolutely miserable. I had failed. I had never been able to deal with failure. Um, I was looking at the time to find people to help me. Um, nobody had all the coaches that I kind of looked out and sort of went out to, to seek help for. Nobody had had the experience. They were qualified coaches, but they'd never grown a business in their lives. Um, so I thought with my education background and seeing what works in government, um, as well as businesses, investment, running, failing, succeeding, I thought, actually, it's time to give back. Um, yes as a business, make money um, out of it. So CEO entrepreneur, but also I think that it's something that is really not present at the moment in, in, in the world pretty much, which is a really valid way of actually training and guiding people how to really run and scale and grow their businesses, like becoming the CEO of their businesses. There are a lot of marketing coaches out there. There are a lot of other types of, of, of coaches, but what we are doing is we're doing a unique blend of coaching, learning, sort of education, mentorship, guidance, consulting, all sort of blended in this unique formula. And, and that's where we sort of really help guide the businesses to really enable them to know, understand how to grow. And when I was talking um, to, to a few people at the time, they told me, I, I, up until this point, I had stayed behind the scenes. So even though I'd grown all of these companies, I'd stayed completely behind the scenes. But people said to me, you need to start talking about your story. You need to start telling people that you can fail and you can come back. And this is how you can do it. And um, this was the reason why I started doing videos and telling my story, because I thought it's time for me to start talking about myself, about the brand, about actually building a personal brand as much as building the business around it. Because I think that that's how businesses are going these days. That's how you are sort of, it's all about trusting the, the person who's behind the business and, you know, building that sort of relationship with the people that you're actually going to do business with. So video for me was really, really important. And I think that it's actually the way that we're going to communicate in the future. Anyway, we've started and it's only going to grow. A lot of people say it's saturated, but I don't believe it, it is. So, um, so yeah, so that's the reason why we're 
here. And that's the reason why I decided to, to start with video. And I thought for me, I wanted to have sort of omnipresence, if you will. Um, so I wanted to, 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 to say, if I'm going to find a way to sort of build my brand and build sort of my credibility in this space, even though I'd build my, built my authority in other spaces, in the tech space, in the healthcare space, not so much in sort of the coaching business and sort of consulting. Um, if I was going to do that, I needed to be searchable on Google, um, indexed, um, found in different places. And the only way to do that was to do it through making sure that you've got both articles, so you've got social media, you've got video, you've got a lot of these things. And I wasn't going to sit there and do all of them because it, you know, you, you, you have to sort of run and grow a business. And if, if we practice what we preach, we're not going to do everything ourselves. We're going to basically focus on the things that add value to the business and then let other people repurpose that content for you. And for me, talking on video was easy. Um, so I just sort of say, right, okay, put up the camera lens, talk, <laughs> you know, say a few things and hope, hope it's actually, um, 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 valuable that can actually be, um, taken by other people such as yourself, content 10 X, which I think you're doing a phenomenal job. So what, what I do is I, yeah, you're welcome. And I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show. I actually genuinely mean this. Um, so what I do is literally I sit in front of a camera lens like this and basically say, Hey, um, this is what I'm going to be talking about today. And, and uh, then I sort of send it over to, um, the video editor as well as yourselves to do the, the, the sort of the writing it out into a long blog article as well as the social media posts. And that way it also becomes indexed by Google, by YouTube, by the social media. And, and that way that when you start searching for one or, or, or the other articles, you'll see that a lot of them are pointing to each other. And I think that that to me was an important strategy to be able to actually scale quite quickly and get that omnipresence um, as soon as possible in, in, in as fast a way as possible, to, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, God, it's such an such an interesting life and such an interesting story you have. And I think it's so important, like you said, that you you share this story and you get it out with the world in terms of, you know, who you are and the, the life that you've led and everything that you've achieved and things that have happened along the way. Because I find as well that um, there was an interesting uh I think it, there was a thread on LinkedIn today about the importance of sharing stories, but it was about how there's a lot of people who kind of fabricate stories because storytelling is so powerful. So, you know, you, you, I, I'm a terrible person for really analysing what people say that like, <laughs> I can hear a story and then I'd nitpick every little fact until it was, it was pulled apart. It's just a really bad habit I have. But um but you see that, don't you? Without a doubt, you see because storytelling is powerful. There's sometimes a lot of quite well-known personal brands, and you the stories. A lot of the aspects of it are quite fabricated for the for the attention and the um, to build the brand. But you have the nothing about what you're saying is fabricated. <laughs> you've you've led this really interesting life to got to get you to where you are today. And I love the CEO entrepreneur aspect because the CEO so it's about being the CEO of your business as opposed to um being an employee in your business just that you've built a business and you've given yourself a job <laughs> um I mean that that's that and I'm not simplifying it but you're teaching people how to have that CEO mindset in order to be able to to take it to the level you want to take it to as opposed to being kind of stuck in a job within your business basically aren't you and how to how to think in the right way 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to sort of talk on a couple of points that you sort of mentioned there. The first one was about the fabrication, and I completely agree with you. I think that there are a lot of fabricated stories out there and a lot of people saying a lot of things that you just sort of cringe at when you hear. Um, and I think that that was one of the reasons why a lot of people pushed me, even though I didn't want to, and uh, they pushed me to say, hey, talk about your story. And I thought to myself, well, hey, I can sit there and, and skip all over the bad stuff that happened and and say, hey, look at me here, I've got and had an amazing life. But I thought it was actually just as important to talk about our failures and to talk about that, you know, it's actually a struggle. You know, we're not all going to succeed overnight and it just doesn't come out of anywhere. There is a huge amount of learning from the failures that we have and being able to go out there and say, actually, I failed and I failed miserably. Yes, we were, you know, taken for a ride by some powerful client we couldn't take to court afterwards. However, we could have, in hindsight, put the right systems and structures in place so that we have the right safety net so that if things like that happened, we were protected in certain ways or we grew too fast or we did this. And there are always learning things from the failures that we have. And a lot of people sit there and skimp over that and say, hey, look at me. And I just thought that that's just this just sort of turns me off every time. And I thought it's about time that we actually started talking about, hey, we're people, we're human, we fail. But actually, what do we do past that point? And then, and then, you know, when you talk about the CEO of your business, I think that that's absolutely that CEO mindset for me is the critical aspect of understanding how you can really run a company if you want to get that sort of financial and time freedom that people really want. Because everyone goes into business with the dream of this financial freedom, being able to be flexible with their time, do what they want when they want. And they end up, like you said, being an employee in their own business with themselves as the crazy boss, um, working themselves like 80 hours a week where you didn't want to do 40 hours a week for someone else. And you're just in this sort of endless sort of hamster wheel where at the end of it, you have neither the financial time uh, the financial freedom or the time freedom, and you actually end up getting neither. So if you actually want to get your into business to do these things, the way to go about it is to actually understand how to really run a business. And how do the big CEOs do this? And how do we actually make this relatable and scale this down to small businesses, the really small businesses, the family businesses, the one and two solopreneurs? And how do they understand how to then put the right systems and strategies in place and scale and be able to grow a small team around them that allows them the headspace to be able to start looking at where they can add value to really grow that business. And I think that that's a lot more important. And that's one of the things that is really missing in our education system at the moment is that we are trained. Once we get into school, we are taught to fear failure. Number one, we're taught to fail. Do not fail your exam. Do not do this. Do not do that. So we end up fearing failure. We get a lot of imposter syndrome. We don't want to fail. We don't want to do this, but also we're taught to be experts at being employees. You need, this is how to be, to do your job right. And then we end up coming into our businesses knowing no other way except being an employee. So we end up being employees in our business and not understanding actually running a business is a completely different kettle of fish to being an expert in that field. So just because you're an expert in that field does not necessarily qualify you to run a business in that expertise. And what we do is we take these experts and we say, right, actually, fantastic job so far. This is how you can take it further. Yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely love it. And I, I do think it's really important that people, you know, learn about how to do this because it doesn't come naturally. And I think sometimes you think you need to stick within that expert zone don't you as opposed to kind of rise above it um and the whole super superhero syndrome as well um i was talking to a friend of mine the other day who has invested in this um business and the the guy who she's invested in he um he has a really successful um business over here in here in the uk and uh he she was saying to him about how did he build his business? He's not the, the nicest guy, actually. So he well, didn't say the nicest comment, but what he said was, I come up with brilliant ideas and then I get donkeys to execute on those ideas. And I don't like the donkey phrase because I don't think that's particularly nice. Well, that's the kind of guy he is. I, 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 don't, I don't actually agree with that because actually invest in your people yeah I think it was a mean thing to say donkeys and I don't think that that is a nice thing to say I think what you say is you, you have brilliant ideas and they get the experts around you surround yourself by expertise don't you and you and you invest in the expertise and nurture the expertise but you you you're above it as the person running the ship, not down with the experts fiddling out, you know, the problems and things like that. So there's a nicer way of putting it than that. But but it it, it made me laugh thinking, you know, that there's something in the surrounding yourself by, I think was the key word, have the brilliant idea, but then surround yourself by the experts that can execute on that idea and continue to lead the ship. Um, but I love what you do. Your videos are, are absolutely brilliant. I'm not um, lying when I say that the, the team get excited when a new Tama video comes in so that we can work on it. Um, and what you, I mean, you've already mentioned you decided why you decided on video as a medium, but also just wanting to make sure that you had... Um, the omnipresence. So I've got a few questions. You started doing video. You said you hadn't really been creating video in the previous businesses you had, you know, not necessarily the content strategy, not the personal brand aspect, which makes sense. And um, but now that that's what you're doing, um, in terms of getting started when you first started creating the videos, what did you do in terms of planning them out? And and you said you kind of hit you hit record and just go, but do you do any scripting or anything like that for creating the videos? Great question. Right. So yes, it's not just as straightforward as hitting record and, and talking, although although I do do that at the end. Um, so everything that we do inside CEO Entrepreneur needs to be based around a strategy. And we basically say, right, this is our strategy and this is what we're trying to do. And then we sort of funnel this down to a marketing strategy and a purpose strategy and a revenue. So all of those things kind of fit together. And based on, on that, we know the, the market that we're targeting and what kind of information and topics that they would need to, to hear about to find valuable. And I think that that's what's important is what we're trying to build that base of trust as well to say, right, you know, we, we've done this before and we, we've been through the same journey that you are going through at the moment. And, and this is how you can actually save yourself, you know, all that stress and worry in three years of misery. You know, here are a few things that we can do. Hey, just a little break from this podcast episode to ask you a question. Would you like one single place that you can go to that provides you with everything you need to be able to implement the best practices in content repurposing for your video content, your podcast episodes, and your social media content today? To help you get more value from the content that you create, get more time back, and help you reach more people than you ever thought possible. 
If so, then you are going to love the Content 10X Toolkit. The toolkit is full of video tutorials, templates, checklists, swipe files, step-by-step -step guides and more that shows you how to repurpose your content in the best ways possible today. No more Googling, no more figuring it out yourself. We provide you with everything that you need to become a content repurposing pro. If this sounds like something that would interest you, then go check out the Content 10X Toolkit at content10x.com forward slash toolkit. Okay, I'm back to this week's episode. So then what, what, what we do is um, I, I, I go through um, a sort of a content plan where we've got a sort of a list of topics that we're going to do sort of pretty much mapped out to at least sort of three to six months out um, where we say, right, this is the strategy. These are the topics that we're going to cover. And these particular video topics are for these particular target markets and these particular categories and reasons so that we understand exactly what we're doing to get there. Um, how we do it, I'm actually going to do on my YouTube channel, and a lot of people have been asking me, is actually they've been saying, please tell us how you go through your workflow. So I'm actually going to do a series of them to actually go through the workflow, but just very, very quickly, I actually have interns. So I practice what I preach. I don't actually sit there and sort of try and do everything myself. So initially I came up with topics myself, but now I've got interns who will help and go and do the sort of the keyword research, the topic research, and they'll come up with some suggestions that will then go to a person who then comes up with um, a set of bullet points as a, a sort of an outline of a script with the keywords and the tags and the title all set up before I even sort of hit record. I sort of have a look at that and I sort of put my own kind of twist on my expertise, my sort of experiences and what I feel. And then I sort of look at it and then I've got sort of an outline for myself. So I don't write a script out. Um, um, and then that's when I hit record and then I just speak. Um, and usually I will speak per per sort of bullet point. So I'll have one, I'll sort of say, right, here's a point that I'm going to speak about, hit record, talk about it, stop, look at the next point, say, right, okay, talk about it, hit record, stop. And then I'll send like those files to my video editor who will then sort of put them together, send them to you. Um, and you then do sort of work your magic and come up with all, all the other sort of um, um, assets. Cool. And um, there's a real focus. The videos, I mean, they're edited brilliantly um, and they're really, you know, the, the, the top YouTube quality type videos, aren't they? Um, why, so, uh, you know, when you mentioned tags, categories, so there's quite a focus on YouTube for the videos, isn't there, in terms of the style and production. What was the um, deciding factor on really trying to go all in on YouTube video as opposed to some of the other kind of video platforms you could focus on? Great question. So we figured that YouTube would become our sort of core center point um, where everything revolves around it. And again, it goes back to the, the, the idea of what I was saying previously with the searchability and the indexing. Um, YouTube is owned by Google and it's the second largest search engine in the world. So we thought, okay, if we get Google and we get YouTube, then we've got sort of these two talking to each other, then we've got a way where we can start indexing the topics and the, the business around these kind of um, this kind of thing. But at the same time as well, I wanted to start building a, a service, if you will, to entrepreneurs that not necessarily will use our um, um, our services. So we do sort of one-to-one, -one, but we also we're launching a group program next year, but not everyone is going to be able to afford that um, and be able to take that. So we wanted to help 
other entrepreneurs across, around the world to be able to sort of give back and give them that information. We thought that YouTube was a great place to do that. I am very ambitious about my YouTube plans um, and, and I really do want to grow it. And that's why it was, I, I made sure that I had the right editors in place from the start to sort of give us the quality and the positioning and the brand that we wanted to sort of really target right from the outset. So, so yes, we hit record, but there's a whole lot of planning and, and strategy that goes on before we, we ever hit that, that record button. Yeah. And I mean, I agree with all of the reasons for YouTube and it, it, you have to be patient, don't you, with YouTube? And I guess everybody says that, don't they? It's, it's a long game, but it's worth it. And it's and the, it, there's the longevity there of the fact that, of course, it's not social. Um, it's search and everything will be there for whenever people use those search terms and find it. But you, I mean, you're doing really, really well. Are you pleased with the traction that you've been gaining um, with the content? I have been absolutely blown away by the the, the sort of the, the the response of people. Actually, my latest video, I'm actually being completely blown away by. I've just released it yesterday, and we've had 39 comments at last count um, wow. on on the video yesterday, which 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 is pretty amazing. So it's not only the views and the subscribers that we're getting, but it's actually the community that we're building and the engagement that we're getting, even on YouTube. And I think that that is fantastic. Um, we've just turned like hit 300 subscribers. The, the channel is a baby channel. I think it's about four months old. Um, and we've got 300 subscribers, which if we sort of measure it up against other YouTube channels, um, on average, um, we're way ahead of, of what, what, where most people would be four months into their YouTube sort of age, um, channel age, if you will. So yes, I'm absolutely blown away by it. And it is a long game. I was not expecting this, um, to, to take off so quickly and so in, in, in that manner. Um, and one of the things in business that I keep telling people about is that business is, a, is not just about trying something and, and leaving it and sort of like seeing that it doesn't work and, you know, trying it for a little while and going and trying something else. If you're going to go and do something, you need to be consistent and it needs to be measured and it needs to be sort of frequent. And you know that you're optimizing as you're going through, but you know that this is the long game that you're playing whilst Elsewhere, you could be playing the short medium um, games uh, in other places, and that's where we sort of then start taking the the sort of the um, the repurposing side that you do do, where you put things on LinkedIn, uh, you put things on Facebook, you put things on Instagram, and these specifically the LinkedIn, for example, are targeted towards lead generation. So we yeah. know that already immediately, if we're looking at short term gain, we're looking at that that particular aspect, whereas YouTube is a much longer game where we're actually establishing, hopefully over the long term as well, a large following, which builds the credibility and the authority more, which then helps the business grow in so many different ways. So there's a whole bunch of things of why we're doing this. And that's why it was crucial for me from the beginning to make sure that I had the right um, team, um, whether they're internal or outsourced, such as yourself. And I just wanted to make sure that everyone in place was doing what they needed to be doing at the level that I wanted it to be done at. Yeah. And it, I mean, you know, from what you said as well, you put the same level of effort in, in terms of you're helping with the strategy and, you know, you're leading the strategy and, and working with the team to come up with the ideas and you're executing on creating the videos. Well, then everything that's happening after is due to the systems that you have in place. So whilst you're building your YouTube channel, you're doing lead gen on LinkedIn and, you, you know, you're starting to grow on the other platforms, but the effort from you can 
sort of kind of stop at the end of hitting that stop record button, can't it? Because that's when the system kicks in and then everything takes over. After that, you have to focus on creating the next great video. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, so the idea is, and we're not quite there yet, so we have to be sort of, it's still a growing game. The idea is literally, I will come in, I will sit down, in front of me will be a bulleted sort of outline um, of, a, of, a, of a script with the sort of the topic and i will then sit there for a few minutes put my own experience my own twist on it hit record do it send it over and that's it and then i don't see anything after that from that point forward and i can go and get on with growing the business elsewhere until the next time but actually it's not just that we'll we'll, we do it as a batch record hopefully so what we'll be doing then is we'll be getting a whole bunch of videos where i sit down on one day or one afternoon get it out of the way and that's done for the next couple of months. And that will be good for you as well. So I don't have yeah. to sit there and follow your deadlines. <laughs> well, the utopia is when you do that, isn't it? And you put aside a morning or a day and you just do all these videos. And then for the next month or two, you, you can carry on running your business, knowing that every single week, you know, everything that you did in that one day is just running like clockwork. But that's the utopia, isn't it? As, we, as you and I both know, like, like that's what we, we hope for. <laughs> it, it is, it is. But I'm actually, we're, we're close. We're, we're, we're really so we've got we've got the right systems at the moment in place and we're getting the topics done in place and 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 I think that yeah. we're not quite there yet but we're very very close and and once we are that's when that that workflow series is going to come out and I'm going to sort of show exactly what we're doing and how we're going by one by one yeah yeah no yeah. I know it, and that will be fantastic so the success that you've had and I, I agree with you you are doing absolutely fantastic I mean like it is such a young channel on YouTube and, and you're doing so well and the content is doing really well everywhere it's a combination of the thought that you're putting into it the strategy the research knowing what who you're talking to why and how and also you you are just absolutely great on camera really good videos really entertaining um really i hate saying value add but like really really valuable um and entertaining at the same time and engaging captivating um so question i have for you last question is for somebody who's thinking about getting started with video and they're worried about their on-screen presence and confidence and you know just like pressing record and it being a bit scary what tips do you have for um for just having the presence that you have the confidence in the presence that you have and how how did you hone that that's a really really good question and I'm going to answer it in an unexpected way I think at least because I think there is a point, there was a point where I did not want to do video because I had imposter syndrome. And I thought, who am I to do video? Even though I had like a hundred million dollar company, I thought, you know, still, I'm not as good as those YouTubers, or I'm still not as good as those people that will do this or do that. And I struggled a lot to sit in front of camera and actually talk and actually do videos and there are times even now once we've started these videos there are times where i will struggle to actually sit down and record um, a session um, for, for a particular video and my response to you is it's actually all about mindset it really is all about you just believing that actually you can do this and it there's the, it, once you have that knowledge that inside that you know 
I can do this. It's actually not as hard as people say. I just need to sit there and just pretend this is my friend or pretend it's a client. Because actually, when you are sitting in front of a friend and talking to them or sitting in front of a client and you've got no other option but to talk to them, you're not going to sit there and sort of like freeze. You're just going to talk and you're going to do it. And just that's what I do. I just say, look, it's just I'm talking to a client. So and I know who that client is. And I just look at the camera and I just pretend that that person is the client. The other thing that I do is I ask myself a question in my head. What would that, it's as if that person is having a conversation with me. So they will say, you know, okay, so Tama, why would I need strategy in my business? And then I'll say, all right, so this great question in my head, the reason you need strategy is this and this and this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And it's as if you're just answering that question. So if there's anything, just have that mindset, ask yourself a question that someone would ask you, then just go switch on the camera and go. Yeah. Yeah, mindset is just everything, isn't it? It's it, it, everything. And you could answer that. There's so many areas, but I couldn't agree with you more. Like what is holding you back often with video it is that feeling that when you, if you can overcome the mindset aspects, you can get over most of it, can't you? Yeah, really, really, yeah. I, I know it sounds cheesy and overused and all of that, but it's actually really, that's what it boils down to. Um, and, and it boils down to mindset pretty much everywhere everywhere in your business in your life everywhere yeah yeah oh well that yeah i couldn't agree more um and obviously you you know you've you've mastered that and you you know what to do to talk yourself around if you feel like math mindset's getting in the way as well which is very important isn't it recognizing when this is a mindset thing and it happens to everyone doesn't it like you said whether you, you know it, it's it can happen to you at the top of your game as much as when you're feeling like you're the, the other end of the spectrum so um it's always there well this has been such a great conversation Tamara. really really enjoyed it um so uh, what would you where would you like people to reach out to you obviously subscribe to your youtube channel and and come over and comment but um but yeah where can we where can we send people any next steps you'd like people to take yeah so so please come and subscribe and, and like and comment on the youtube channel it's your entrepreneur i'm sure that you'll put a description put it in the description but also we've got our website there um, uh, it's ceoentrepreneur.com. Uh, if you actually haven't, if you're interested, there is a free quiz there that if you take the quiz, it will run you through what your biggest challenge and blocking sort of challenges in your business. And it will give you a customized report for free. Um, uh, so, so that's, that's something I would advise people to do, um, on our website. Thank you. Thanks, Tamma. That's great. So I will put links to everything in the show notes. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great. Thanks, Amy. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that discussion and thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content 10x podcast, then why not hit that subscribe button on your podcast listening app of choice so that you can get updated when new episodes are released. And I'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave a review as well. That really makes a difference for the podcast. Also, please do get a copy of my book, Content 10x, more content, less time, maximum results. It is the ultimate 
ultimate guide to repurposing every type of content. And it's available on Amazon, in Kindle and paperback, and also in audiobook as well. And you can head to content10x.com forward slash book to find all the other places that you can get a copy of my book. And if you would like us to do your content repurposing for you, then we offer a fully end-to-end done-for-you content repurposing service. This is for podcasters and video content creators. We have our podcast 10x, video 10x, and also our specific LinkedIn 10x service, helping you to become the leading authority in your industry on LinkedIn. You can find out so much more about our services on our website. And also, please do give me a follow on the social media platforms. I share lots and lots of tips and advice on social media about content repurposing. I'm at content10x on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you try content10x.com forward slash LinkedIn, you'll find my LinkedIn profile over there as well. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I'll catch you in the next one.